1: And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Wednesday, June the 14th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. Today is Flag Day. We remember our flag and what it stands for. The flag is a symbol that was intended to unite Americans. Although we may have different views on different things from religion to the economy in America, the flag symbolized a great nation. Today, we are a dark nation. Today, we are searching and looking for a path, for a way to get out of this abyss that we find ourselves in. But I think the flag still represents what it was intended to represent, and that is the ideal of America. Men and women have given their lives for the flag when they've given their lives and they're they're buried the flag drapes over their coffin the flag means a great deal to most americans today on june 14 1775 the continental army forerunner of the united states army it was created Today, in 1777, the Second Continental Congress approved the design of the original American flag. Today, in 1846, a group of U.S. settlers in Sonoma, they proclaimed the Republic of California. Today, in 1940, German troops entered Paris during World War II. The same day, the Nazis began transporting transporting Jewish prisoners to the Auschwitz concentration camp in Germany, occupied Poland. Today in 1943, the U.S. Supreme Court in West Virginia State Board of Education versus Barnett, they ruled six to three that public school students could not be forced to salute the flag of the United States. From 1943 until today, we have gone from students not being able to be forced to salute the flag to not even saluting the flag, in fact, sometimes desecrating the flag in public schools. Today, in 1954, President Dwight D. Eisenhower signed a measure, adding the phrase, under God, to the Pledge of Allegiance. And today, in 1993, President Bill Clinton nominated Judge Ruth Bader Ginsburg to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court. That's a few things that have happened today today. In history, Congressional Republicans who read an FBI informant file accusing President Biden of a role in a $5 million bribery scheme, they said last Thursday that it involved the Ukrainian company Burisma, but Biden tauntingly retorted, where's the money? When he was asked about it, a New York Post reporter asked him, he said, They said, what about this? He said, it's a bunch of malarkey. Where's the money? And he walked away. The FBI Director Christopher Wray had agreed to let the rank-and-file House Oversight Committee members read this June 2020 document in a bid to avoid being himself held in contempt of Congress. Apparently the money, $5 million each, is in Joe and Hunter Biden's bank account. That's where the money is. And some say there's millions more that have flown in from other countries. Some enemies of America. 17 recorded phone conversations between both Joe and Hunter Biden and the Burisma executive have been held. The guy that held them said, I recorded those conversations because I felt that I may need them if I got into a tight spot. But he has on tape he has these recordings of both Hunter Biden in in 15 of the conversations talking about the bribery, getting the money, the $5 million each. The other two is Joe Biden himself on the phone talking to this guy. I want to talk a little bit more about that today. I also want to talk a little bit about the arraignment of President Trump, former President Trump, yesterday. There's a lot to be said about it. I have gone over a ton of information, and I want to share with you what I think may be the most important of all of it, and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later today. But I wanted to make you aware of what is happening. The, The press just simply isn't looking at this. They're not They're not covering it except for the conservative press. But the legacy press, as they call them now, the ABC, NBC, CBS, those guys, they're not talking about this because they don't have to yet. If they get forced to have to talk about it, they will. But not so much, as long as they're not feeling the pressure. They'd rather talk about what a bad guy Donald Trump is. The New York Post reported on June the 8th Quote, representatives Anna Paulina Luna, a Republican from Florida, and Marjorie Taylor Green, a Republican from Georgia, revealed details after reading the file at the uh, at the Capitol. Both said Burisma owner, Nicola McC- uh, Zolvinsky, I think is the way you pronounce his last name, allegedly told an FBI source that he paid $5 million apiece to Hunter and then Vice President Joe Biden in an attempt to shake off a corruption investigation there were two separate transactions one that went to joe biden for five million dollars one that went to hunter biden for five million dollars luna told fox a fox news correspondent there's no doubt in my mind she said that joe biden is guilty of bribery it was all a bribe to get former ukrainian prosecutor general viktor shogun fired Marjorie Greene said of the allegations against Biden, she said Shokin was fired in March 2016, and Joe Biden has publicly, and he has. It's on video. He's bragging about it. He's boasting about it because he has such a big ego. that he, he, She said he leveraged the $1 billion in USAID to get, him, get the guy thrown out of office because he was investigating Burisma, and Burisma is corrupt. And Burisma was wanting to connect with America and get their company put together. They, this isn't in the news, but I know this. And they were trying to find a merger. They could merge with an energy company here in the United States so that they could, they could become eligible for an IPO, a, a stock offering, initial public offering of, of stock, which they can't do now, and make millions, billions of dollars, whatever. So this is what was behind this, uh, uh, as well as just pure corruption. But Fox News reported yesterday, Senator Chuck Grassley said Monday that the Burisma executive who allegedly paid Joe Biden and Hunter Biden kept 17 audio recordings of his conversations with them as an insurance policy, citing the FBI FD 1023 form that the Bureau uh, briefed congressional lawmakers on. Grassley, a Republican from Iowa, revealed that the Senate on the Senate floor Monday and when they go on the Senate floor, it goes on the record and they they could be I I mean, they could have some problems if they were quoting saying something that wasn't true and they knowingly wasn't true. But he laid it on the line and good for him. Grassley is is a good guy. I mean, he laid it out there and um, he said, you know, read. He said what he found in a redacted reference to the FBI-generated F.D. 1023 form, alleging a criminal bribery scheme between the then-Vice President Joe Biden and a foreign national that involved influence over U.S. policy decisions. Grassley said, he said, so as I've repeatedly asked since going public with the existence of this 1023, what, if anything, has the Justice Department and the FBI done to investigate? The Justice Department and the FBI must show their work. He said, Grassley said, they no longer deserve the benefit of the doubt. Well, what they've been doing, and he of course knows this, they've just been sitting on this because they don't want to disrupt the re-election of Joe Biden. The same thing they did the first time he ran for office. The documents were not only shown to elected leaders after House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer was subpoenaed uh, last month, the FBI briefed Comer and committee ranking member Jamie Raskin, a Democrat from Maryland, on the form in a in a, a Capitol uh, uh, in a Capitol Hill uh, form. But they turned over the document when Comer threatened to hold FBI Director Christopher Kr- Christopher Ray in contempt of Congress. So all of this has been going on behind the scenes, and that's what caused Joe Biden, when asked by a reporter. Uh, Earlier this week, or actually last Thursday, when they ask him, you know, like, what about this? And he he stumbles around and he says, you know, well, where's the money? And that's a bunch of malarkey and so on. Well, it's not a bunch of malarkey. And the money's in his bank account. I mean, it's very, very clear. And finally, some Republicans are digging in and they're not taking this and they're pushing back. And God bless them because that's what we need in our country today. We need people that will stand up. Stand up for the flag, stand up for the principles, stand up for the basic institutions that our founding fathers put in place. This confidential source further detailed that there, that there was a conversation suggesting to Burisma executive that he pay the Bidens $50,000 each. The Burisma executive laughed and replied. He said, it's not 50000 it's $5 million each. $5 million for the one Biden? $5 million for the other Biden, the Burisma executive said. This is all on the record. The confidential source said that Burisma executive told him he paid the Bidens in such a manner through so many different bank accounts that the investors would not be able to unravel this for at least 10 years. The document then makes reference to the big guy, which has been said to be a reference to Joe Biden. The Burisma executive told the confidential source that he didn't pay the big guy directly. He paid it through all these shell companies that the uh, Biden family has set up. It's an amazing story. I was reminded as I was reading this, and I've been following it for the last few days as it's emerged. I was reminded of an account in Micah. Micah chapter seven, verses three through thirteen. The Bible says, and I normally use the King James Version. I use it in most all the time. I used it in preaching and so on. But I want to read it to you from the NIV. It makes it more clear and it, it's accurate, in my view, with the King James Version and the original version. But let me read to you from the NIV, uh, Micah chapter 7, verses 3 through 13. Both hands are skilled in doing evil. The ruler demands gifts. The judge accepts bribes. The powerful dictate what they desire. They all conspire together. For the best of them is like a briar, the most upright worse than a thorn hedge. The day God visits you has come, the day your watchmen sound the alarm. Now is the time of your confusion. Do not trust a neighbor. Put no confidence in a friend. Even with the woman who lies in your embrace, guard the words of your lips." For a son dishonors his father, a daughter rises up against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the members of his own household. But as for me, I watch in hope for the Lord. I wait for God, my Savior. My God will hear me. Then in verse 8, Micah writes, the prophet Do not gloat over me, my enemy. Though I have fallen, I will rise. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. I think there's a message in that. It defines the day in which we live, and it defines what the Christian, the people of God, what their response should be. Our response is to be informed, to know what's going on, but to not but to not become overwhelmed by what's happening in our culture and in our nation but as for me i watch in hope for the lord i wait for god my savior my god will hear me that's the word of the lord god will hear us we go through personal trials sometimes and we sit in darkness Today we are going through a national crisis that is unprecedented as far as corruption is concerned. We live in a time that is not so unlike what Micah was writing about. Both hands are skilled in doing evil. The ruler demands gifts. The judge accepts bribes. The powerful dictate what they deserve, what they desire. They all conspire together. Does that sound somewhat relevant to today? It does. The best of them is like a briar, the most upright, worse than a thorn hedge. Do not trust a neighbor. Put no confidence in a friend, even with the woman who lies in your embrace. Guard your words and your lips. For a son dishonors his father. A daughter rises up against her mother. A daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the members of his own household. You talk about confusion. That's what we're seeing in America today. That defines our time because man hasn't changed. Culture has changed. Technology has changed. But the heart of man has not changed. We are sinful and broken outside of a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's where we are in America today. And that's why we need to sit while we stand and sit in darkness. We need to let God be our light and guide us through these very troublesome, terrifying to some times that we're living in. Yesterday, after President Trump was arraigned, he was processed and arraigned in Miami's federal courthouse on felony charges related to his alleged mishandling of classified documents. The 45th president did something he does better than most politicians He went to hang out with the people of Miami. It's very interesting. Trump's motorcade departed the courthouse and traveled to the famous Versailles Cuban Bakery in Little Havana in Miami. Unsurprisingly, the crowd swarmed him. They love him. Soon, a group of pastors that were in the crowd came up to him and laid hands on him and started praying for him, praying for the former president. He does this a lot when he goes around the country. He as a candidate and as president. He'll go to a place like that and then he'll buy the food for everybody that's in there. He says, order what you want. It's on me. He pays for it. Well, he did that yesterday as well. While he was in the ba- in the bakery, the people in there started singing happy birthday. Today is Trump's birthday. He's 77 years old. He responded to them. He laughed and he responded to them. He said, he said, some birthday... He said, the Biden administration is out of control. That's true. They are indeed out of control. President Trump then traveled back to his uh, golf club in Bedminster, uh, New Jersey, uh, yesterday afternoon. He delivered a speech. I watched the speech last night. It was one of the better speeches I've ever heard him make, frankly. He was on task and he was on subject and uh, it was very very well given and well received by the people of course everybody seems to have an idea about all of this that's going on so how do they they sort it out and they come down in different places on it i want to talk to you this morning about tucker carlson's i know i mentioned him yes yesterday he's influential 83 million people have watched at least one of his episodes. He did his third episode of his Tucker on Twitter show after being fired from Fox for saying too much truth, actually. But let me talk to you a little bit about what he said yesterday on what he posted on Twitter. He told his viewers that former President Trump's prosecution isn't just political, it's ideological. And he said the Washington, D.C. establishment is targeting Trump for his staunch anti-war stance, this is something others aren't saying. Carlson said Trump made himself the blood enemy of the largest and most powerful organization in human history, which would be the federal government. But he called out the D.C. establishment over the Iraq war lies, he says. He said we should have been, we should not have been in Iraq. We have destabilized the Middle East they lied. They said there were weapons of mass destruction. There was none. He said they knew there was none. There were no weapons of mass destruction. He said Trump said in 2016 debate uh, that he aired on this episode uh, that there were no mass destruction weapons, and there weren't. Carlson went on to say, and I quote, the prosecution of Donald Trump is transparently political. It's literally Joe Biden's main political opponent. He's pulling over 60% among Republican voters right now. So Joe Biden is doing what no president has ever dared to do. He's using law enforcement to lock up his chief rival. That's happening right now. And anyone who denies it, it's happening, is lying to you. But actually it's worse than that. Trump's prosecution isn't just political, it's ideological. Nobody with Trump's view is allowed to have power in this country criticize our wars, you're disqualified. If you keep it up, we'll send you to prison. That's the message Washington is sending. Not just the Democratic Party is sending, but both parties are sending. Carlson highlighted how billions of documents in Washington, D.C. are classified because it's, he said he called it a caste system. He said we're organizing ordinary, ordinary uh, Americans don't have the necessary clearances to know what's going on. And this is true. This is true. This whole idea of, of classified information is just a, a ruse. And I, I've been aware of that for quite some time. And I, I, I'm thinking everything that any everybody should know is kept from the public. And that's what's happening. And he nails it. He calls it the caste system. He said Washington is a city where internal memos about Labor Day are classified because everything is classified. Your government has classified more than a billion federal documents, most of them boring, pointless, and a danger to no one, and locked them away in secret. You can't see them because you may be an American citizen, but not really. (laughs) Therefore, he said, you don't have the necessary clearances to know what's going on. And by the way, none of this is done in order to make America safer. Any more than COVID restrictions were designed to keep you healthy. No, it's a caste system. That's the point, and you're the untouchable in this hierarchy, he criticized Trump's former CIA director and secretary of state, Mike Pompeo, which surprised me. I thought he probably might like him. He doesn't. He said he, he, he criticized him for being one of the many establishment politicians who ingratiated themselves to the man they intuitively understood was susceptible to flattery, which Trump is, in order to subvert his new administration from the inside. Carlson showed a clip of Pompeo on Fox News from Tuesday, where Pompeo, and I happen to see this, he said, where he claimed Trump keeping White House documents is inconsistent with protecting American soldiers, sailors, airmen, and marines. Carlson didn't like that much. He said Pompeo promised, in fact, he swore to support the president's agenda. Why? Because that's the way a democracy works. You vote for a candidate in the belief that his appointees will carry out the policies that you voted for. It's not about the president, it's about you, the voter. But Pompeo didn't do that. He, he didn't even try to, try to do that. In fact, he undermined Trump's often stated commitment to peace and non-intervention abroad. At every turn, Carlson says, Pompeo, his every waking hour was devoted to fomenting war in some faraway foreign country or other, Iran, Syria, Russia, North Korea, the list goes on. I didn't see that. I I watched that. I I noticed some of it, but I didn't see I have not seen that part of it. Carlson has and he of course is very articulate in putting that out there. Carlson added He added that Trump is the one guy with an actual shot at becoming president who dissents from Washington's long-standing pointless war agenda. And for that, that one fact, he says, they're trying to take Trump, take him out before you can vote for him. Carlson wraps up his eight or nine minute piece on Twitter. He says, and that should upset you more than anything that's happened in American politics in your lifetime. Even if you don't plan to vote for Donald Trump, even if you would die before voting for Donald Trump, which is your right, and a lot of people feel that way, he said, even still, the destruction of our democracy, which is the right of voters to support any candidate they want, even candidates who don't want war with Russia. The destruction of that should be should keep you up. The destruction of that should keep you up at night. Then he said this. He said, Yes, Donald Trump is a flawed man, but his sins are minor compared to those of his persecutors. In this life, we don't get to choose our martyrs. We can only choose our principles. And America's are at stake. Indeed, they are. They have the wrong man in custody yesterday. They have the wrong man going to trial. This is not a defense of Trump. Trump bothers me sometimes. But he is probably the only one that can beat Biden when you're up against the machine and the institutions that were created to protect the people now protect the politician from the people who want to hold him accountable. That's where we are today in America. It is not unlike what Micah was writing about all those years ago. Both hands are skilled in doing evil. The ruler demands gifts. The judge accepts bribes. The powerful dictate what they desire. They all conspire together. You say, man, that's, that's heavy. That's dark. It is dark. We live in a dark time. But the point is, but as for me, the prophet says, I watch and hope for the Lord. I wait for God, my Savior. My God will hear me. I believe that if we keep standing up in the darkness of this time in which we live, in the darkness of the culture, what does God think when he looks at this crazy LGBTQIA+, transgender, etc., blah, blah, blah? What does God think when he looks at this? You know what he thinks. It breaks his heart. Because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever should believe in him should not perish. We're perishing. God is our hope. God is our light in this darkness. Therefore, we can have hope. But it's more important today than ever before that we stand for righteousness in the culture Just stand. Just be counted. Trust the Lord. Your hope is in the Lord. It's not in all of this junk that's going on, this corruption. God will hear and answer our prayers because he is faithful. Hey, thanks for being with me today. It's always an honor. Thank you for your support. We need it. Our address is box 399 Bellevue, Washington, 98009. I'll see you right here tomorrow.
0: Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.